Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On February 24th, 2012, a message was sent via Facebook to April Jackson, the sister of Tracy Bradley. This just came out of the blue, kind of looked upon at the time as a tip. It says, hello, I really need to speak with someone in reference to George Washington and the disappearance of those babies. It has been weighing heavy on my heart. I had a fling with him, but I was in a relationship at the time. I will never forget the day, July 5th, 2001. He came to my home in Gary and was visibly shaking. After a lot of drinks, he began to tell me he did something messed up. I'm like, what? And he kept saying, she saw it. So I didn't put two and two together until I saw the show. I was praying all night on how I should respond, but eventually God sought me to tell the truth. I have seeds as well, and God forbid something happens to them, and I won't be able to see them again. I am so sorry we had to meet like this. I am Pam Childs, and this is Disappeared, the Bradley Sisters. The number of tips that have come in over the years is staggering. Some have proven more insightful than others, while most are dead ends. But it's imperative that each one be vetted in case any new truth can be discovered. I'm here today speaking with retired detective Ed Carroll. During this whole situation here, this woman comes up. Yes. Because she saw an episode on TV One Yes. Uh, regarding the, the Bradley girls missing. Yes. 
And in that documentary that she saw, she uh, heard the name George Washington. Correct. And not right away, though, but at some point a bell rings for her. Correct. Can you tell me what you know about it? She said she had a relationship at the time with George Washington and that I believe she said she was uh, embarrassed or scared, but she did not want to come forward at that time. Years later, she's had a pang of conscience and she wants to come forward. Mm -hmm. She was living in Gary, Indiana at the time. Mm -hmm. Our first time out there, we tried to interview her and we were able to determine that she was in the hospital because she had a mental health crisis. Okay. So we weren't able to interview her at that time. We ended up going back a couple of months later when she got out of the hospital, and she tells a pretty remarkable story. She's in a relationship with George Washington that the night of the 5th going into the 6th, but she says yeah, Washington showed up at her home. He had bloody clothing on. Don't quote me on this, but he's made, he told, allegedly told her, I got to make myself small. Mm-hmm. And she helped him change clothing, gave him a, a new set of clothing, and they spent the night together. There's no connection that I could ever find other than from this TV show. I don't know if she was um, dreaming this up or not. Mm-hmm. To my discredit, I didn't put a lot of uh, a lot of faith in her statements at the time, simply because she was she seemed to be a little off. Now, could she have been a little off because he, she kept a secret all that time? Sure. Um, I'm not a uh, mental health expert by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Gary's not that far from Chicago, so he could have gone there. But, you know, the the records that we have, I mean, he would have had to go there you know, between 1 and 6 in the morning, 1 and 7 in the morning, which he could have gotten there and back very quickly. And at that time in the morning, it's probably less than that, 20 minutes or so. He doesn't, uh, I, I don't recall if she said uh, what he did with the bodies. I, I, I don't remember that. Despite the red flags, Investigator Foster, the family's investigator, and I spent some time trying to track her down to try and verify any part of her story. Failing in those attempts, we'd have to ask the hard questions of why she would make a false statement in this case. Really? We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Okay, well, you got the wrong area. So you, you just dial mm-hmm. the 886 mm-hmm. no, no, no. <clears throat> That's disconnected. Mm-hmm. So then what about the next one? What's the next one? 219. Okay. Oh, hold on a sec. We may have a hit here. Ooh, got a hot number. It's ringing. The number you have reached has been disconnected. And then there's another one. Mm-hmm. It has been no easy task tracking down this woman in access of 10 years after she made her initial report. Ed and I need to refocus on George Washington and his whereabouts on July 5th through July 7th. According to Tracy, George was with her until the early morning hours of July 6th. He takes her to work at about 7 a.m. Around 11, George picks Tracy up from work. Tell me about George's behavior when he picked you up from work. Did he seem different? Was he acting different? Did you notice anything that was off about him? 
he was just like laid back, like, you know, a regular person. Okay, his normal yes. personality? Yes. Nothing seemed off to you? Um, when we got to the house, and because he came upstairs with me. Okay, was that abnormal? Yeah, because then after that, um, because right. I know you said that when, you know, the mm -hmm. night before, mm -hmm. he took the girls over right, to, mom's. to mom's. Yes. He didn't come upstairs. No. Now on this particular day. Yes, on the you sixth. Did a, he picks you up from work. On the sixth. He comes in with you. Yes. And that's out of his character. Or would it be out of his character? It would have been, because usually he don't he would stay downstairs sometimes, you know what I'm uh -huh. saying? But that particular day, he can't come up. And then when I called them, he was just looking strange. And now Tracy Bradley is leaving the apartment to go and look for her children. Right. George Washington drives her to somewhere on the bridge on 35th Street that's headed towards the lakefront. And she gets out and he drives away. Right. That's when he starts the rest of his day with Chandra Stewart. Correct. It's a, actually at 12.25, he's actually calling Chandra's home. And mm -hmm. I remember that one of the interviews that George initially did is they asked him why he was calling Chandra. And these, I mean, this is still all very fresh. And I think his response was that, well, I figured the camping trick was off, so I was seeing what Chandra was doing. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, kind of lackadaisical about the whole thing. I don't think at this point that George, uh, maybe he knew in his heart that Diamond was his, but I don't think at this point he had admitted to Tracy that Diamond was his, his child. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he actually leaves a message for him at 1129. Hey, Tiani or Diamond, pick up the phone. Me and your mama and I am on the way over there to pick you all up. So get your stuff together, you all blankets, you all clothes together. We should be there in 15 to 20 minutes, 11.30 now, and I'll try to call you back. So we know that George didn't help with the search. Could he have shown up to Gary, Indiana, the night the girls went missing? So he originally says he's with Chandra Correct. at what time? Uh, that evening. The, On whole, the evening, the right. whole evening of the 6th. The 7th. The 7th. 6th going into the 7th, the morning of the 7th. At 2 o'clock in the morning, the police department calls George's home. They talk to somebody for 3 minutes and 22 seconds. And then George's home calls George's cell for 3 minutes and 22 seconds. Well, I'm sure that that was whoever... Whoever answered the answered phone at the his phone home. Right. The police department right. um, is now calling George to let him know right. that the police are looking for you. We are headed over into the Gary, Indiana area. And we got two locations, right, that she might yeah. be at. That is correct. Let's see if she's there. George did have family members right off of Airport Industrial Road, uh, right behind, well, right in front of Geary Airport. And there's a lot of marsh waterways out there too as well. Definitely a place where you can hide some bodies, huh? Or get rid of some. And nobody, you know, nobody be the wiser. Finding this woman has become one of the key aspects of our investigation. 
It is possible to make her story work based on the timeline and cell phone records we have for George Washington. It could also provide an answer to where the sisters might be. Gary, Indiana is only 30 miles away from downtown Chicago, and without traffic in the dead of night, it would be a very easy drive. Today, the city is still incredibly depressed. Even in daylight, it's a scary place to be. What's gonna happen is that we're gonna do a U-turn. We're probably gonna get out and guide us. Oh, look at that swamp water. Look how deep that tire is back there, you see? It's in the swamp land. But, but this is this, the road. At one point, Washington had family that lived someplace close by that little turnoff we took to get in here. Mm -hmm. What's really in the containers? Let me see if I can smell anything. Give me that camera and let me take some photos of this hideout. This hidden ass area. This is insane. I mean, this is a hiding place all day, all day, every day. In the early 2000s, Gary, Indiana was a hotbed for crime. It earned the unfortunate title, murder capital of the nation in the 1990s. If you needed to hide a body, this could be high up on your list if you were familiar with the area. The back road was a single long stretch of road with marshland on one side. It was filled with trash and looked as if it hadn't been disturbed in years. It's also worth noting that the police never widened their search to Gary, Indiana, as the woman's tip came in years after the initial crime. There would have been no reason to search these swampy marshlands for signs of Diamond and Tianda. When we arrived at the address that we had for the woman, we were only able to speak to a neighbor. We spoke to the neighbor, and the neighbor says that there's no, she doesn't recall a female living there. She does not recall ever seeing a woman live there. While police investigated George Washington early on, he's never been arrested in connection to this case. But the Bradley family has a lot of firsthand knowledge to share with me regarding his behavior over the years. When we re-interview Rita Bradley, sister to Diamond and Tianda, she had thoughts on George Washington's possible involvement and motives. You and Victoria, you all didn't really know George Washington. How did they know him? They're the youngest. They didn't know him that they well either. They didn't know him. Mm -hmm. They didn't know him. You know, and like you said a few times, he'd take you to Tiny's or take you somewhere, but... No, to us nowhere, just Tiny House. About how many times? I guess when she went over his house, not so many times, but I can say that. So whenever your, whenever your mom go to George Washington's house, she would drop you guys off at Tiny's? Yeah, but not all the time. She, sometimes we stayed in the house by ourselves. So it was the way she washed the thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It was the way she washed it. Like, I guess when she feel like she's going to be going long enough, days, you feel me? Then she's going to take us over there. But if it's just going to spend a night and then coming back that afternoon, the next day, then we stay home. 
So has she ever left you guys alone like for two days? In the house? And she didn't come back. Mm-mm. But it would be like an overnight thing. Yeah, come back the morning. At least one day you'd be left alone yeah. totally. But was it was never like a span of two days or more. Mm, no. About that long. Okay. She know we would have been calling Faye and phone. She didn't want that, did she? She know. Okay. We'll be calling their phone like she left us and we still up in the house. That's why they begin to talk. We'll call Faye and tell Like my mama left us in the house and we scared. And she'll be at Beethoven with Faye. And then Faye walk up to her like, why you leave them in the house? You could have just took them to Tony House. Like, what's your reason to leave them in the house? I, I never know. Did you ever... Uh, understand what her responses were for leaving them? No, because she when you when she left us, she went to go party, so it's no excuse. Right. You know? It just And you knew that being twelve years yeah. old. That she was out partying. Yeah. And that's why she was doing what she was doing. On the fifth going into the sixth, Tracy said that she was not home. And the question was posed to Tracy, Tracy, can you let us know what do you mean you went home? She said, I wasn't home. I went straight to work from George Washington's house. So I'm starting to put stuff together myself. Because okay. I started saying to myself, like, so she went home on the 5th. I mean, the 6th. That's what I believe. I said that to myself, too. That's all you could think of, because that gave him so much time, because she never went back on the 6th. 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Janice from Warner Brothers Discovery. Have you ever heard the expression, perfect is the enemy of good? I think about that a lot, especially when it comes to my body and health, because perfect does not exist. It's a total trap. Noom isn't into this perfection thing either. Its unique approach is tailored to each person's psychology and biology. From coaching to recipes, Noom's app provides personalized information to help you on your journey, no one else's journey. 
I also think it's great that Noom doesn't restrict what you can eat and it doesn't shame you for treating yourself. And treat yourself, you should. What's more, Noom's approach is grounded in science. They've even published more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles about how they work. To date, Noom has helped more than 5.2 million people lose weight by helping them build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. So why not give it a try? Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. One major piece of evidence that continues to raise eyebrows involves heavy-duty gloves, contractor trash bags, metal drums, and a receipt found in his car that proved he purchased the items shortly before the girls went missing. Later in the investigation, it was discovered that George Washington had bought several pairs of heavy-duty gloves He had bought a box of contractor bags, and when he was questioned about those items, he stated that he needed those items because he was cleaning out his basement. And he had, you know, taken some debris out, and he didn't want to leave it in his alley because his neighbors were complaining. You know, he always had a lot of garbage in the alley. So George Washington claimed to have brought those garbage bags over to the lagoon area, which this lagoon area basically stretches around Washington Park. It's huge. And in one location of this lagoon area were some city garbage cans where he stated he dumped the garbage bags in those cans. And members of the Chicago Police Department transported George Washington over here to Washington Park to pinpoint exactly where the garbage cans were with the garbage that he claimed to have dumped here. And that garbage was never located. Well, George uh, was in the home remodeling business and rehabbing business. He had stopped at the uh, the Home Depot and bought a couple of uh, uh, items, which Phew. were bleach, uh, as we know, well know as garbage bags, and some gloves. Contractor so, bags, contractor not bags, just regular right. garbage bags. The old hefty Heavy bags. duty contractor yes, bags on the sixth of July. Yeah, sixth of July. Sixth of July. Um, and he bought those items. And the the heavy duty gloves. Yes. In purchasing those items, when we did uh, uh, have a uh, uh, interview with his employers, that only four of those bags was missing from the heavy-duty uh, box that was used to store those garbage bags. And again, George Washington claims to have used two. That's correct. Of the contractor bags, but his employer at the place where he worked informed the police that four of those contractor bags were missing. That is correct. All of this, the purchase of these odd items Mm -hmm. that one would say is a starter kit for a murder, or I would think that immediately. That's what I thought. I mean, you could search Googles and Googles would tell you the same thing. Get a starter pack. Besides the trash bags, Ed Carroll followed up with other pieces of information about George. On July 6th, 
A neighbor claimed to see George starting a fire in a large metal barrel in the alley behind his house. The neighbor also told police that George shoved one of the barrels into the trunk of his car, which does match evidence the police found during their search of his home. And looking at this case as a whole, you know, there's a lot of up and down, a lot yes. of roller coaster rides here, and very little evidence. Very little. What, what do you? What would you say is the one of the best pieces of evidence that has came about that's real? There's a lot of evidence. Most of it is useless. There was a hair recovered from the trunk of George Washington's car. It sat in evidence for a while, or two hairs, I take it back. Yeah, because um, I was going to say, some yeah, people was, say there was more than one. Yeah, there was two hairs. Was one. They were <clears throat> found in the trunk of George Washington's car. When Washington was questioned about it, he said he used to put the kids in the trunk of the car to sneak them into the drive-in. Yeah. Um, in 2001, I, my memory serves correctly, there, were, there was no drive-ins left in the city of Chicago or in, even in Cook County for that matter, or Will County. Years later, it was determined that we would have those tested. DNA was still not what it is today. We, we sent the package them up, sent them off to Quantico. The FBI, there was only, at the time, there was only three or four labs in the United States that could do mitochondrial DNA testing, mm -hmm. which is the testing for the mother. So we had them tested, and one of the hairs was inconclusive, but the other hair came back to a match for Tianda and Tracy. I thought, wow, that's great. I presented that at the time to the state's attorneys, and they said, yeah, it's good, but all it proves is that she was in his car. And my argument at the time was that, well, they weren't in the car that much, and this is a hair that's in the trunk. It's not on the back seat, it's not on the front seat, it's in the trunk. And they said, well, the hair could have come off of her head, slipped down through the seat and into the trunk. Yeah, yeah, I've well, heard okay. this. And Washington says he put him in the trunk to now, take him into the show. Now, now, let me just say something on that, because I have had more than one interview with Rita and Victoria. Those girls told me, I mean, without doubt, we have never been in the trunk of that man's car. They've never been to the drive-in with George Washington. Correct. And there's only been a few times. A handful that they were actually in his vehicle. Correct. And why I say a handful, less than five. Yes. Because and they told me, I'm sure the same thing they told you, is that George didn't like them. He didn't like them. He wasn't, you know, he didn't, he didn't want them around. He, he had very around. little contact Correct. with the girls. And that was in, like you said, it was in multiple interviews. And I believe them. Right. I, so that kind of deflated me at the time. I'm like, well, Okay, this is, it is what it is. It's a good piece of evidence, but it didn't break the case open no, or anything like that. It but didn't. it proves that at some point, Tianda was in that car. Yeah, and we know that the few times that the girls were in the car, it wasn't for long periods of time. I think the hair was actually taken off of the blanket. Yeah, and that, that's huge. Right, but I don't, know if, I don't know if anything else from the blanket was, I don't know if it was ever tested for blood. I mean, it may have been. I mean, we, we, we just don't know. I would rather have physical evidence over an eyewitness any day of the week. 
The physical evidence can't lie. Eyewitnesses lie, witnesses lie, offenders lie, victims lie, but the physical evidence does not lie. Rita, did you always have suspicions of George? You know, I sat back as I got older and realized that that's why I say what I say. Mm -hmm. He did something to them. He did. And I, he did something to them kids. It all add up. It's just, it just don't take a rocket science to figure it out. Yeah, but the only thing is that we don't have any proof. I know. And but that's the proof what we're is looking for. His trunk. We yes. never got in his... That's they his, do uh, have that. The proof is he's mad. <laughs> Somebody, he took us to the movie. You never took oh, us yeah. to the movie. I was reading that this morning. Never did, he never did none of that. We where never went he stated to the police that he took you guys to the drive-in theater and put you in the trunk of his car. Never. Now, this is, this is his statement on the 10th of July of 2001. He stated, I have gone to the Bel Air with Tracy and her kids last summer. I put all four of her kids in trunks so we wouldn't have to pay for them. That's a lie. That never happened. Never. We not, he never even took us nowhere. Never. That is a lie. Me and Vicky laughed about that not a day. Mm -hmm. We were like, Vicky, you know. Ask Vicky these same questions. She gonna tell you the same thing. That's a lie. We never, ever went to no movies with this man. Never got in no trouble with this man. He never took us nowhere. He was messing with Tracy, not Tracy kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He never, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he came to pick us up and we went right in the house. He never bought no. That's a lie. That is so sick. That's why okay. I say he did that to them. He did that to them. Cause he just put my, you put my wife to live in hell. Like he just, you traumatized me. Like, oh, I just, man, I just can't wait till he just get, cause I don't care what nobody say, he did something to them. Well, he's told many, many stories. Cause if you don't get nothing to hide, like you wouldn't lie, yeah, I'm supposed to took them camping, we're supposed to did that, you lied about camp, you lied about their hair and a trunk, you lied about you took us this, but you ain't never did nothing for me and my Vicky. Or Tiana and Dime, you never did nothing. And you knew that Dime was your daughter. You was mad about that. Well, the newest outlook that he's telling people he was in Disney World when this happened. How was he in Disney World? He did say that, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he told his neighbors that he had just came back from Disney World. How when he took us to the grandma town on the 5th <laughs> and Disney World about 20, 30 hours. Like, how? Make it, like, come on now. That's ridiculous. It's just so sad. I believe that George was, I mean, was mad that my mom had Diamond. Okay. I believe that he didn't want Diamond. He did something to them. And I really believe that they no longer here with us. You know, everybody say had faith, had hope, but they not. They not here with us. Them kids would have been found. And like I say, just like he picked that camper trip out, I believe he just planned all this out, made it seem like he wanted to go camping. Oh, and I believe he the one picked the kids to go camping. He had all this stuff planned. He had this plan that had what he was gonna do, whatever the case may be, so they'd never be found again. You know, back then, it was in 2001, it was just leaving the 90s. 
You ain't had social media or nothing. But I believe that he didn't want Diamond. I believe he was mad that she had Diamond. Like, he planned all this. He knew what he was going to do. He knew how he was going to manipulate like Tracy. But she always, she, he had all this planned out. Because she really liked him. She, she was in love with him. I ain't like in love with him. Yeah, she, she really wanted him to be her guy. Yeah. George Washington, you were in love with this man. Yes. And you wanted him to be the right one for you. Yes. Do you think that he gave you the respect that you deserve? Not at all. No respect. But you still loved him? Yes. Why? Because I saw interest in him, you know. It's like, I mean, I just really loved this man, you know what I'm saying? Thought that, you know, he to be the right one for me and all, you know, everything. All of a sudden, you know, left turn, 365. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. You, you gotta just, just let it out. You know, if you feel like you need some help, if you feel like you need to move, we can put you in contact with people that will give you that assistance. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that will tuck you away so you don't have to fear him. Do you believe he took your children? Yes. Yes. Do you believe he hurt your children? Yes. I believe so. Deep down in my heart. Tracy and her two remaining daughters believe George Washington is responsible for whatever happened to Tianda and Diamond. But the problem has always been the lack of physical evidence. When Foster and I contacted George Washington to speak with him about the allegations the Bradley family has made against him, he declined to speak with us. In spite of how bad it looks for George Washington, could someone else be responsible? One thing is for sure, someone in this community knows more than they're saying. On the next episode of Disappeared, The Bradley Sisters. I've been a speaker and I've ministered to them on several levels. Mary and I were very, very close in talking and, and so the type of support that, that you would give usually to the mother we wound up giving more to the grandmother. And I have to uh, certainly be honest that the, the mother had her own suspicions of her own daughter. Disappeared the Bradley Sisters is produced by Entertainment One, Gary Sherman Films, and Mainstay Entertainment for Discovery ID. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcast. And we'd love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.